Welcome to the Fulfillment Project Podcast. I'm your host, Simply Sarah, and I'm so glad that we've connected here today. I've created a series called Life Chats. This is a four-part series of each of my amazing guests as I take you on a journey through their awakening process. My aim and goal for this show is to give you, the seeker, a container to explore your own growth as you awaken and step into more alignment, more joy, and more fulfillment every single day. Welcome back to Life Chats with Simply Sarah. We have part four with Claudia. Claudia, welcome back. Thank you. Ready for part four. Yes. We've been on quite a journey through all of these episodes. For those of you watching or listening here, we don't record these back to back. This has been about two and a half week process of getting these out and really why I structure the conversations like this, because when you really get on that growth wave, we'll call it, um, and start getting into alignment, you really start to feel the momentum, even from a day by day perspective. And I think sharing some of those stories of what's even happened with you over the past couple of weeks will um, be a really good conversation today because you're really finding alignment. You're noticing so many lessons, like, and when you get into alignment, everything just feels like it 10 X in terms of effort or thoughts or even conversations that you have with people. So I think chatting about that, uh, that high riding wave will be very valuable today. Yes. Yes. If you haven't watched parts one to three with Claudia here, we went into so much depth. I was actually watching uh, episode one and two yesterday, making some show notes um, for the editor. And you know, we talked about people pleasing. We talked about getting over perfectionism. We talked about growth cycles. We talked about different tools. You know, there's just so many insights and cool things that people can go and utilize from this. And, and thank you for sharing your journey up until this point. Thank you for giving me a place to do it. I was so happy after our first recording. I was like, oh, I'm so happy we have three more. <laughs> so yeah. lots to th- talk about this because there's so much we can go into. So yeah, yeah it's been great. Yeah. And that's why I love that I've called this life chats as well. And I mean, we've even said this for years. We're like, oh yeah, I'd like, I need a life chat or I need a life chat because conversations and sharing growth, whether it's the highs mm-hmm. or the lows, I find helps us move through resistance so much faster. And, you know, Claudia, Absolutely. you and I have both benefited even from our, our friendship and, you know, mm-hmm. the weekends away that we've had and just chatting yes. about what is happening in life so that you don't feel alone. You don't feel like you're going crazy. You almost give yourself permission to want more and go after more and achieve mm-hmm. more, but in that aligned state. And so I really hope our listeners, um, I know that they will get so much out of your conversation. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about where you're currently at. Um, a lot of the conversation came down to you recognizing misalignment in 2022 with your business, which can, Mm -hmm. you know, be scary. And it's not about always just, and I think maybe the conversation will lead from here about everything has to change at once, which I think can, it it can freeze people. It can paralyze them. It can put them back in old habits because they don't know Mm -hmm. what that overall change needs to be. And you don't need to know what it is. You just need to understand how to surrender a little bit and be Mm -hmm. open to the next idea and the next idea. And so start a conversation off with us of talking about recognizing something needed to change and then mm-hmm. what you've been doing over the past, I think it's been about a month. Um, yeah. Some, and just getting some really good momentum going. And so mm-hmm. what does that look like when you recognize something's wrong and then you need to get back into alignment? Mm-hmm. So I think that we can go back to, I think it was part two where I was explaining like what a growth cycle means to me, you know, and that first step is like, Oh, something's still 
off, you know, like I'm, uh, I'm working hard, I'm doing all the things, but it just feel hard. I'm not getting the results that I would expect to have, you know, um, I'm super aware of like all versions of me creeping up. And I'm like, no, like I've healed you. Like I'm moving forward. So that awareness brought, yeah, these realizations that in 2021, even though I love what I do and I was always passionate about coaching, I was uh, misaligned within different services and how I was coaching and operating within my business. And a lot of resistance came up because like you said, I didn't have clarity about where I was going. I was getting like nudges and like pushes and breakdowns and going through cycles again and again until I really surrender, I think is the perfect word to what is actually easy and meant to be, even if that means that it's different from what I've been doing in the past. And even if that means that I don't have, again, 100% clarity of where is where this is going. Um, so for me, it was, we coach clients with what we go through, right? So I was, and I talked about this in part three, I think like I was misaligned with the message. So what I was living in my personal life, especially my spiritual growth in the last like two, three years, I was not really talking about it. Um, I started to do some podcast episodes with like guests that would talk a bit more about like the spiritual awakenings and the personal development and like something as simple as like using crystals or grounding yourself or me myself doing Reiki treatments, like energy healing treatments. But this is not what I was coaching on. And this is not what I was marketing about or talking about on my social media posts and my content. So I felt like the nudge to start talking more about these things that I was going through and that I was learning and that really was were changing my life. And the, the again, like growing so fast. But I didn't know how I could bring that into my business because I've been Claudia, the coach for 15 years helping women, you know, train and like eat better. And like the really fundamental habits when it comes to your four pillars, so like training, recovery, nutrition, mindset. So I was like, where does the personal development and like their spirituality come in when I'm so used to coaching this way and talking about a certain specific topic in a certain specific way in my business mountain. So it all made sense on paper, but again, the misalignment was very uncomfortable because from pushing and putting a lot of effort here, but not getting the results. I was like, okay, I need to step back and surrender and just, and I'll use something that you say all the time, follow the joy. So in November, what happened is that uh, Sylvie, who's my own energy healer, she's a Reiki master. I've been wanting to be initiated as a Reiki practitioner myself forever, like for years. But like something was not in alignment. It just wasn't the time. And now looking back, I know exactly why I had to do it this fall and not before that. And I just decided to, you know what? Maybe it's not meant for me. I'm going to stop trying to like force this or make this happen. And then she reached out to me in November and be like, oh, are you ready to do your initiation? You know, like perfect date. I was available. Like, again, no resistance. Everything was just flowing. So I did it. It was great, opened up a lot of things for me within my own spiritual practices. But then again, I was really resisting that like, how am I going to bring this into a business? I don't want to fall into like, again, old versions of myself of like strategize and income targets and like bring this as like a service and just use this new, not this new, this old gift that I had that I explored once again in the fall as like the very masculine and targets and you know, not from the heart and the intuition, but from the head and the brain, which is how I've always operated in my business. 
So there was resistance. I started to do some treatments on like very close friends, close family, like in my home. Um, so not the ideal setup at all, but just like kind of playing with it. And then we went away first week of February and I was like chatting about all these experiences I was getting and like doing the treatments on myself and like the downloads I was getting and tapping back into this gift that I've had for forever. Like I knew when I was a kid that I had this gift, the delight, you know, and the connection to like source or however you want to call it. Uh, but I tamed it a lot. So stepping back into that like fired up this excitement within myself that I hadn't felt, even though I love what I do and I love my clients and I've had a lot of great success with my, in my business, it fired up that, that, that spark, that excitement that I hadn't felt in a really long time. And I remember you asking me like, what's the fear? Like, what's the resistance, you know? And because again, I was with you and Emma and like this safe space, like everything just came out, you know, like this is the fear, this is the resistance, this is why I'm holding back. And then that night when we drove home on Monday night, I think I sent you a, a message. And I was like, that's it. It's going out. The email is going out tomorrow morning. I'm going to announce it. I'm going to start offering it. And yeah, it's been one month, pretty much day to day. And how fast and how, how easy it has all like unfolded for me in the last four weeks is just mind blowing. I have goosebumps just talking about it right I know. now. You know? I, have, like, I have goosebumps as well. My whole body just whew, lit up. Yeah, because I didn't have any expectations. The next step was just following the joy, listening to that inner spark. My mantra for February for, for February was follow the um, decide with your heart and with your intuition. I literally benched my brain. <laughs> I was like, you're going on timeout. You're just going to follow what feels good. And because I still kept going with my services and my clients and my boot camps, and I had that, I guess, safety net and that income security. I could just have fun and follow again the joy and see what would happen without forcing anything. And that has helped us too. Like there's, there's clients coming in, like everything's flowing. So I've been proving to myself in the last four weeks that everything that I've been understanding, but not really tapping into last year, like understanding that I can allow the feminine energy. I can allow the trust, you know, in human design, I'm a generator. I'm supposed to sit back and see what comes up. I'm usually like a go-getter. So I've been proving to myself in the last four weeks that I can be in that state. And it is as simple as just what feels good right now. And everything will come in. Everything will come in. So it's been so much fun, which again, I love what I do. Clients, if you're listening, I love you ladies, but it's been so much fun to be excited about something and to tap into inner gifts that I had literally tamed from a very young age um, and just following the flow. So, yeah, yeah. I want to talk about what it means to follow the joy because uh, mm -hmm. super simple concept and it's actually super simple to execute. Just people make it really complicated and <laughs> block themselves in resistance. Yeah. Um, but I, I think what you explained there, and I've seen myself go through that as well, is where you get yourself into a container of where you're growing and you're trying different things. Like what you were saying last year, you're like, I was exploring these things. I was mm -hmm. understanding them from a logical perspective. Yeah. Then you have to start embodying them. And in, when you embody them, that's when like you feel it and you get it and you know it. And that's really where that, that, but I find the trust and res, uh, the trust and surrender has to come before the embodiment because you have to trust and surrender into acting a different way in order to mm -hmm. what you said, prove to yourself yeah. that you can have what you want, but just in a different way. Mm -hmm. I've also found it. I've seen this in myself as well is business 
is always fun for me when I'm like a hundred percent in and in alignment and it should, mm-hmm. right. Let, yeah. Let's be honest. Running a business is not easy, but it's so satisfying and fulfilling when mm-hmm. you're connected to it. Yes. And I find when I start to evolve, I get super serious about my business because I'm not connected to it as much anymore. So then mm-hmm. the logic kicks in. Yeah. But then once you get back into alignment, it's not that you're not as serious, but you decide I'm choosing to do this. So I'm going to do it in a fun way. If I'm recreating, if I'm reinventing, how do I want to do that and let go of the, you know, the old patterns or tasks or behaviors or mindset that just wasn't serving. For sure. And it's a lot of unlearning as well. Like for me, doing always equal more success. Mm-hmm. So it's been very uncomfortable as, as fun as it was in the last four weeks, it's been quite uncomfortable to just sit And just be and trust because for me, there's always that little voice of like that I'm trying to like quiet down or like understand where it's coming from. And it's our programming, right? And like and labels and everything we've talked about in the last four episodes. Um, But doing, like I said, equal more success. So if I'm not doing a lot and like chasing the clients for Reiki and like uh, building a website already or like a landing page, if I'm not doing a lot for this new service that I launched, then to me, it was like, oh my God, am I really going to get the quote unquote results that I want to, that I expect? So I let go of expectations and I just kind of, again, sat back. But when I was doing, it was from a pure fun because I want to inspired action that we talked about and not because I thought that by doing more and sending more emails and, and again, building a landing page or like doing some marketing around the service from this scarcity mindset, almost from this, like, Oh, if I don't do this, they're not going to come in. I was doing the things because I wanted to, because it felt good. Everything just felt so easy. And the clients have been coming in and I found a spot literally across the street from me, you know, and, and just everything just coming in and ideas and, and being in that state for this specific, I call it the light project for this light project influenced everything else in February. It influenced my, my bootcamp ladies. It influenced the one-on-one coaching calls that I had. It influenced so many ideas. Now I'm going to do an event in April. I'm going to build a masterclass. Like, because I was in this high vibing state and that flow, yes, the light project kind of boomed easily, but it influenced everything else. How I was feeling on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. Which is Um, where the magic happens. Yeah. I love what you said there a little while ago too, with recognizing like, okay, my business is going to run. Like, Whatever is whatever has already manifested, whatever I've created, it is in my life. So I have to engage with that. But mm-hmm. what am I moving towards? And having that that vision of the future of what you're building and what you're transitioning. Because the mm-hmm. reality is we we all want more, we all want change to some degree or another, but it doesn't always happen like that when it comes to, let's say, a new home that you need or recreating your business or finding mm-hmm. the relationship that you want. There's so many stages that happen with that. And you need to get ready to explore who you are going to be in this new state. Mm-hmm. And I find too, when we go from having like a solid running full-time business, which you have to starting something new, we almost don't think back to, well, what was it like to start that business before? I probably didn't have a landing page and thousands of people on an email list right away. So how, mm-hmm. why am I expecting to have all of the pieces in place as soon as I yeah. have the idea? Mm-hmm. Um, and I find that's where the inspired action comes is when you can sit back and just allow that vision to almost like gestate and mm-hmm. give it permission just to be there without doing anything. Then you get the hit of like, okay, I need to host this event. That's the event. 
Mm-hmm. For simply Sarah, for me, it was, it was a quiz. I need, I needed to create that quiz and then like, yeah. creating a six week program. And then like this podcast idea, just allowing that, that mm-hmm. natural unfolding of your new creation. Hello, fellow seeker, Sarah here. I want to jump into the middle of this episode to bring your awareness to my program, The Upgrade. This is a six-week program that I developed for you to have self-exploration and awakening. It is an immersive transformation program that pairs a three-day in-person retreat at a location within Ontario, Canada. If you're looking for community and if you're looking for a container for growth, this is why I've created this. I have taken so many tools and modalities that I've used along my own journey and helped many friends and clients as well go through an upgrade process. At the retreat, we are going to be doing a shamanic ceremony and going to explore some different plant medicines that you're able to use to explore and expand your consciousness. Deep dive into your subconscious, start to rewrite those beliefs and stories that are no longer serving you for this next level of your life. If this piques your curiosity, you can grab the link in the show notes at my website, simplysarah.com. In the navigation, you'll see the upgrade. And perhaps this is a part of your journey this year. And we talked about like space, I think on part one. And again, if you remove the constant need to be doing, 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 this is where you can allow space, right? And it's trusting that, because again, that little voice will be, okay, well, if you're not doing this today, like you still have to get it done. So are you sure that you're going to get it done? And of course you will get it done, right? But from a very different state, it's not because you forced yourself to do it. So it's not about like sitting back and being lazy, like at all, at all. It's quite the opposite, actually, mm-hmm. because you're, you're vibing high and you have clarity and things are coming in. You want to be acting and doing the things, but from a very different state and from a different vibration, which brings in the vibration that will allow you to have that yes. success or that new service or new relationship yeah. or whatever that is. Yeah. Um, let's talk about vibration because this will lead right into really what following the joy is. Joy is yeah. a high vibration and joy <laughs> is feeling joy and feeling good for no other reason than to feel good. Yeah. A lot of the times we put conditions on, I need this thing and then I'll be happy. That mm-hmm. That's not true joy. That's conditional and you'll end up vibing really low with that. If anybody's taken my quiz, um, how high is your vibe quiz, you'll find out if you exist or are within the dimension of 3d 4d or 5d it's called and i kind of like to look at it like radio stations so like are you listening to country are you listening to pop are you listening to classical and that that's really all that it is um and you calibrated as in 4d which i'm not surprised with all of the the work that you've done um mm-hmm. from a scale perspective 3d is below 4d and 5d is above uh 4d um and not that one is good or bad or right or wrong they're just states of being states of mind states of viewing the world and I was, I was actually surprised that you calibrated as 4D because I really thought that you were 5D, but I can see that you are definitely in 5D now and following the joy allowed you to get there because every, every new phase of vibration, you have to let go of the things below. And so you cannot have anger, frustration, irritation, impatience, and be in 5D. That's Mm -hmm. 3D. And so you have Mm -hmm. to learn to release those. And as you it's not so much just forgetting about it, but how can I bring joy into my life? How can I make this fun? What would make this day feel really peaceful right now? It's Mm -hmm. reaching for those higher vibrations that will bring you up. And so 
I remember telling you last year, just follow the joy, follow the joy. And I usually just say it like that. Like it's so yeah. simple and it's open-ended. And like, I see these like blank looks on people's faces <laughs> or it's like, well, yeah, of course. But like, what the fuck are you talking about? Right. And I always just leave it because it's something that stays in your mind and, and it will ruminate with you. So tell me about your journey of following the joy. Oh, it's been a journey following the joy. You know, who knew this would have been so hard to just follow the joy. So it started, it started with me having to make an actual joy list. So I had to write down what brings me joy on a day-to-day basis or like on a weekly basis. Um, Everything that was on that list was related to my business or my health habits. So meditation, reading a book, working on my business. And you were like, no, no, but, but what else? And that was the first awareness for me. Like, oh, I find a lot of joy and I'm happy with like my health habits and my business. If I'm not traveling, which I wasn't for two years, there's not much else. Mm-hmm. So I had to make a list of and, and trial and error. Right. So I bought like a coloring book that lasted like a week. Um, I started to play cards like you, you and I did last, uh, last August on a little getaway. So like playing solitary and like listening to Justin Timberlake, that brings me joy. Uh, playing with my cat, you know, having a dance party. So these little things that I could do daily and then some bigger, like once in a while or once a week kind of thing. So going to visit my grandparents and have lunch with them and play cards. Like we would laugh so much, you know, going on a road trip or a weekend getaway. So then whenever I had space or I was kind of forcing myself to prioritize being joyful, which now that I say it out loud, doesn't make sense, but it was my journey. Um, (laughs) I had this list. So it wasn't like, oh, I have 10 minutes now. I'm going to go to my default actions, check my emails, you know, go on social media or like stretch or meditate. I had the list. It's available. I can pick something that's different. And again, it was trial and error. Like some stuff on that list I've never did again. Some stuff on that list I still do. So I feel like exploring and being curious about what brings you joy Um, that was definitely phase one for me, but then I realized that this quickly shifted, I guess, because I was in misalignment most of last year, this quickly shifted to another to-do list, another task on my to-do list. So today I need to be joyful and I need to spend 30 minutes feeling joy and I'm going to like, you know, play solitary check, but I wasn't feeling it. I was doing it just to do it. And just to have that dopamine hit, I checked something off my list. So I had to kind of remove this way of trying to bring joy into my life and go back or not go back, but go towards like more vibration workouts, which you call them. So this is where, when I was talking about in the last couple episodes, like asking myself, what do I feel like doing? And tapping into and tuning into what my body felt like doing, what my emotions, my mind, you know, my spiritual body and listening to that and having the answers to these questions. Like, what do I feel like doing? Well, usually you feel like doing something that brings you joy, that brings you happiness, that makes you happy, that makes you feel light, you know, or calm or or grounded or whatever your home base is, or like, like we're talking about like joy. So I had to go from, again, the very like, practical, like Taipei, let's do the list, which was for sure the first phase for me. Cause I didn't know, you know, where to start, but then shifting into like the feelings. And then that kind of became a habit, right? Just asking myself, what do I feel like doing? And then I feel like having joy and being happy. And then the answers again to these questions were like, okay, I'll do this or I'll do that. Or I'll, I'll work in the kitchen with music on, or I'll go work outside instead of inside. So just finding little pieces of 
you know, changing your environment or putting some music on or like lighting a candle, uh, taking your time after your shower and not like rushing to do your hair and just embracing the moment. And that added up like the compound effect of all that just put me in this more stable 40 now 5D vibration so that I don't need to work as hard right now to feel joyful. And I don't need to ask myself these questions. It's back to like my default, pretty stable vibration. So yeah, that was the journey. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. I love you talked about the different phases there because it's true. We've, at least I can say for myself, I recognize being so conditioned by society to be like so focused and goal-driven and future-driven and, you know, you're not happy till you achieve this. And if you need to Mm. check off X, Y, Z in order to appear successful or that you live a good life. And there's so much external validation that we're looking for that I know that I was looking for before I really started my growth journey of like, what was happiness and success without ever asking myself, well, what really brings me joy? Yeah. And I had to learn who I was as a joyful person. I used to be (laughs) called no fun zone, Sarah in the house. Always. Joe be like, let's get some like Nerf guns and go play with the kids in the background. And I'm like, no, like, why would you want to do that? That feels like fine. That's a waste waste of time. I can be doing something that's more productive. And, and we're so, we're so such overachievers and like massive productivity, like focused women to build our quote unquote best life. But are you really enjoying your best life? Right? Like it's, it's this now moment that you have and only this now moment. Mm -hmm. And right Mm -hmm. now you're working in this now moment for your next now moment. And so when you start to recognize that and it kind Mm -hmm. of distorts your perception on time when, when you get to that point, but you realize if I'm not creating joy for myself right now, when will I do that? Mm -hmm. Because it won't be like when this thing comes into my life, because then that's just conditional. Mm -hmm. For sure. And you know, like when we think about stuff that we want, whether that's like a car, a new house, a relationship, a big business, you know, money, it's not the actual thing. It's the feeling. What's the feeling that having this impactful business is going to bring you of having this like quote unquote optimal, perfect relationship. We're kind of chasing a feeling so why not feel this way in the process of getting to that thing? So then you realize the thing doesn't, it matters and it's okay to want things and want like a successful life and whatever success means to you, but why wait? Why delay joy? Which is something I learned from you, you know, when you can, again, moment to moment, just feel this way. Yeah. You don't need to wait for a specific outside thing or to reach a target to feel the joy because it's very, very temporary. Yes. Um, I heard Abraham Hicks say something a while ago and, you know, they say a lot that really hits me hard, but the one thing that I can never get out of my head and has changed my perspective completely was that to take pleasure in the energy flow of the becoming, not the manifestation. Mm -hmm. And I find like, that's when, you know, you're in alignment is because you're not in such a hurry to get the thing done because you know, that it will always be unfolding. And I enjoy this energy flow right now of like talking with you and what we're creating here. And there will Mm -hmm. always be an unfolding to the next thing, to the next thing, to the next thing. And so, cause once you, we don't, you know, it, that, that satisfaction of completion is awesome, but it's not the completion. It's what you had to do in order to get to that completion. Mm -hmm. And so we're always looking at like, I just want to close this chapter. I just want to close this chapter. Why are you in that chapter to begin with? (laughs) If it's not bringing you joy, do you think it's going to bring you joy when it's done? Absolutely not. No, no, exactly. Exactly. It's just might bring you relief, which is not a good sign either. If you're relieved that something's over. Yeah. Yeah. And that was me in February, just enjoying the process 
And yes, like getting excited about like the vision, what could happen, but not waiting for that moment or not having any expectations and just being excited. Okay. Let's see what's going to unfold today. What's going to come in? Like what's the opportunity and just feeling good in the process and not just the manifestation. That's a great point. Yes. Um, as we wrap up here, I'd love for you to maybe help any, uh, audience members who are thinking, okay, I need to surrender. I need to allow, allow and surrender are such huge buzzwords Mm -hmm. and they sound good. And we know that we should do them, but then the practical application is really hard. And what you said a while ago about, like, I kind of just turned my mind off. There's any women listening here who feel like they live in their head, like, hello, that's Claudia and I to a T, right? Yeah. Like masculine driven women, always like the brain is just running. So how do you, how have you been able to, let's say, quiet that chatter in the mind or been mm-hmm. able to disassociate or become maybe the observer of it? Uh, yeah. What are some of the things that you've done in order to allow yourself to surrender? Yeah, it's hard. It's not easy. It takes a lot of awareness, which I think is a word we said 200 times in the last four episodes, just being very aware. But I started to ask myself after making any decision in my day, the big decisions, the smaller decisions, who is deciding right now? So that's a question you guys can write down. Like who is deciding right now? Which part of yourself is deciding right now? So for example, I'm about to write a post for my social media who is deciding to write a post? Is it the uh, anal masculine, like to-do list who wants to just check it, check it off the list? Is it the brain that's writing a post because I quote unquote should be writing about nutrition on a Monday? Or is it the heart because I went through something this morning and I want to talk about it and it just flows. So for me, I really divided like the brain on one side and the intuition, which I tie into like the downloads and like the spiritual and like the source. And then my heart, like what I feel like doing or talking about. And it was hard, but whenever the answer was, oh, your brain is making the decision right now, even if it wasn't an awful decision, but just to kind of break that pattern, I was like, okay, no brain, you're on, you're on timeout. So I'm not going to do whatever I was about to do, whether that's writing a post or going for a walk or any decision, any action, just asking myself this question, but uh, write it somewhere because it's easy to jump from the next thing to the next thing without asking yourself this question. So I wrote it down on my laptop. Like I could see it. I wrote it on my board and as often as possible during the day, just asking this question, who is deciding right now? And if it was the brain, I wasn't, I was, I was not doing it and it was hard to walk away and surrender, but it was, yeah, it ended up paying tenfold for sure. Following the heart and intuition was what I needed. Some you do need your brain. I'm not saying like leave your brain on timeout forever, but that's what I needed in February to break the pattern. And again, to prove to myself that I can trust and surrender and it will bring results. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Wonderful. You know, I love that you're moving into bringing energy work with your, you know, fitness and nutrition clients. It's such a key component. And as you know, you've learned there's physical health and there's also energetic and spiritual health. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have an awesome podcast. It's actually called awesome conversation. <laughs> Tell us about your podcast. You also have a quiz if there's any uh, French listeners here for us. So how can people get in contact with you, stay in contact with you? Yeah, thank you. So Karma Kin, basically on any platforms, you'll find me. Uh, The podcast is in Franklish. So I do have some English speaking speakers and I do some solo episodes in French as well. Uh, It's available on all the main platforms. We did uh, one of uh, my first episodes was with you talking about masculine and feminine energy. So episode number four. So you guys can listen to that. And yes, I do have a quiz. It's uh, about 10 questions 
And again, talking about awareness, it's an easy quiz that gives you a score on 100% to see you where you're at right now in your life with the different pillars. So your nutrition, your training, your mindset, and your recovery. What are some health habits that you're doing or maybe not doing? And that gives you a score on 100. And then you have access to some free challenges to start improving your health habits right away. And then you can you know, calculate your score again and see the improvement or do it a bit of a challenge within your workplace or with your family. So that's on the website as well, which is karmakin.ca. Wonderful. Thank you. Might need to bring you back for a, like a regroup in like six months and see where you are, you know, with this this new chapter that's really just opening up for you. So thank you so much for sharing your journey, your wisdom, your help, your advice. I'm sure it's been um, very valuable to the women who are listening here. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Thank you, Claudia. Thank you for joining me on this episode today. My website, simplysarah.com is a great place for me to continue to support you on your journey to alignment, joy, and fulfillment. There you will find upcoming retreats that I am hosting, resources, books, and many other helpful tools to help you on your travels through this thing called life.